Good morning, world. Good morning, the whole entire world. Good morning, Anchor FM. Good morning, Spotify. I am your host, Ray Wise. Ray Wise, Conqueror. And today is, I believe, it's Thursday. And the time is 9:01 a.m. And the date is the 4th, September 4th. And the year is 2020. Now I want you to have the news report of what's going on in the world. Celebrities, uh, what's going on the world? You know, I share my life, some my life on the discussion of uh, the news report. Uh, everything we're going on, I want to discuss everything. You know, I want to discuss this whole entire thing, this coronavirus, this, this Donald Trump. I want to just discuss uh, black black. I want to discuss everything, everything today. <sighs> because time is getting, getting very hard. Time, time is difficult to times since this coronavirus hit. And people don't see what they can see. So, Follow me on my Facebook account where I do live, 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 live exercise. I'm live doing exercise. I'm live having topics, discussions, all that on my Facebook account that is Jarrell Lucian. Follow me on my new Instagram account that is Jarrell Lucian number seven. <clears throat> I post little snippets of um, advertisements of Anchor FM and Spotify and myself, Drake Wise. Also, I post uh, videos on my uh, Instagram account, all that. Follow me on Instagram, Lucian number seven. Also, like, share, and subscribe, and comment to my uh, YouTube channel, my new YouTube channel, because I am basically doing a called Multitasking, that is, uh, my YouTube channel is Jarrell Lucian, exercise, uh, boxing, sparring, all that, overall, on my Facebook, Jarrell Lucian, subscribe to that, <clears throat> also, donate, 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 more, to my cash out, that is Lucian, Jarrell, number seven, first, be like this, that's on that is dollar sign, Lucian, Jarrell number seven. Jarrell number seven. Email me. Yeah, email me if you have any questions. Any questions. And I gladly answer. You can email me at Jarrell Lucian. That's my Facebook Or email me instantly. Instantly. My email is at Jarrell number seven at gmail.com. What up world, what up media, what up Anchor FM, what up Spotify, what up the whole entire world. I am Dre Wise, Dre Wise, Dre Wise, Calcum. 
Donate to my particular Anchor FM podcast commentary show. Donate to the show or donate to my cash app. That is dollar sign Lucian Jarrell number seven. Again, donate to my Anchor FM episode show, Dre Wise. Or donate instantly to my cash app. That is dollar sign Lucian Jarrell number seven. I will send any donations that you basically bless your brother with. It could be a penny. It could be 99 cents. It could be $5. It could be $1,000. Donate. I will accept it. Because that's a blessing to me to speak this truth, to speak this honesty, to speak the facts to you openly, honestly, and true to you. News update. All that. Or just straight commentary. Me, me just running my mouth. Donate to the show like I said. To my particular podcast, Anchor FM episodes. Dre-wise, donate to the show And also, like I said, instant donation Instant donation Bless your boy Bless your boy Donate to my cash app That is dollar sign Lucian Lucian Jarrell Number 7 Completion Peace and farewell Stay safe out there Peace, farewell Thank you Entertainment Tonight is back in production here in our studio lot. And as you can see right behind us, COVID-19 testing for everybody who enters. Now, these precautions are important because anyone can catch COVID. Just ask the new Batman, Robert Pattinson or Dwayne Johnson. My wife, Lauren, as well as my two baby girls and myself, we have all tested positive for COVID-19. This has been one of the most challenging and difficult things we have ever had to endure as a family. The Rock spoke candidly in the 11 and a half minute video calling the positive COVID test a kick in the gut. For our babies, Jazzy and Tia, they had a little sore throat the first couple of days. Lauren and I, we had a rough go, but we got through it. So what happened? Here's how we got COVID-19. We picked up COVID-19 from very close family friends. How common is this that people contract this illness while visiting friends and family? It is so common, Kevin. Listen, so many people are asymptomatic carriers of COVID and they don't realize that they look good, they feel good. And so they're going around friends and loved ones and they're transmitting it and making others sick. This is very, very common. This is why we have such a big problem. The 48-year-old former wrestler says he'll now require loved ones to get a COVID test before visiting. I love that advice. Or have people outside. We have people come to my house. They stay outside in the backyard, about 15 feet away. We talk, and that's it. No one comes into my house unless it's an emergency. One factor in The Rock's favor is discipline and commitment to fitness. Here's the thing, Kevin. I'm a bad <laughs> when it comes to working out. I lift the gym. I lift everybody in it. People who tend to be healthier going into the illness tend to come out on the other side better. And there's another twist today. There are multiple reports that Robert Pattinson is tested positive for the coronavirus, causing filming of Batman outside London to be halted three days after shooting began. I'm vengeance. Pattinson's rep and Warner Brothers wouldn't comment on any individual's health, but today the studio tells ET, quote, 
A member of The Batman Production has tested positive for COVID-19 and is isolating in accordance with established protocols. He's pretty athletic, man. He like the copperware. He's like, you know, he's very limber and, and very like his martial arts is definitely there. He's been training that a, for for a, for a long time, so he's got he's got that under his belt. Michael B. Jordan is struggling to come to terms with the loss of his friend and Black Panther co-star Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick died at the age of 43 last week after a private battle with colon cancer. Now E.T. has learned that the 33-year-old actor is struggling and beyond sad. He's at a loss for words and was rocked by the news. Chadwick was more than a friend. He was a brother to Michael. And now he's trying to figure out the best way to honor his dear friend's legacy. We're told that Michael's silence is his pain. The Creed star has yet to release a public statement about Chadwick's death. You have become that. You will destroy the world, Wakanda included. The world took everything away from me. Everything I ever loved. Michael starred opposite the late actor in the 2018 Marvel action film as Eric Killmonger, the cousin of Chadwick's T'Challa. He had to buy into playing a villain, which is something he hasn't done. You know, I had to buy into playing, uh, to having the weight of, of the hero. Um, and sometimes the villain has fun, you know what I'm saying? So. It's, it's something that we both had to buy into doing together and to collaborating together. And while Michael has yet to speak out, several members of the Black Panther family have paid tribute to Chadwick on social media. Were you there on set the first time that Chadwick put on that suit? I walked through, you know, walked through the, you know, the, the young men making it and coming up with it and just, it would give you pause. You just stand in front of it. Oh, you know, it was tremendous. Angela Bassett, who played his mom in the Marvel movie, wrote that Chadwick's dedication was awe-inspiring, his smile contagious, his talent unreal. As a young man, like, I love me some Christopher Reeves. Superman was the man, but like, my kid gets a chance to see T'Challa. He gets a chance to see the Black Panther, and I'm really happy to be a part of that story. Sterling K. Brown tweeted that he had no words and thanked him for being a friend. Has it soaked in what your character means and what Black Panther means to all these people? Uh, some of it has and some of it's still like washing over me. Mm -hmm. um, like I still have moments where, where I get chills from it. So it's an amazing thing to think about, um, to put myself in the, in the shoes of a, of, a, of a kid now seeing it and, and, and happy that they can take it for granted actually. There will come a time when they can take it for granted. So it's a beautiful thing. So I have been posting my thoughts and my stance on this, but I haven't spoken directly because I don't know what to say. 2020 has not been the best year for Ellen DeGeneres. While it may have started out fine with her show going strongly, the moment that the coronavirus hit and she had to start doing things from home, it seemed as though various accusations and complaints have been filed against her and her lead staff. And it hasn't gotten better in recent weeks. In fact, it's only getting worse. 
Because of that, many are wondering and hoping that the show will get canceled. Allow us to show you eight reasons why Ellen DeGeneres is canceled. Be sure to like the video and subscribe to the channel. Do you want to win any of these items on your firings? To be clear here, one of the biggest things that hurt Ellen and her show wasn't just the accusations against her, but against her senior staff. A massive expose about The Ellen Show was done via BuzzFeed, and many former employees spoke out about the various people in charge, all men for the record, and how they would mistreat the staff, especially African-American women, with demeaning jokes and refusing to hear complaints about them or others on staff. Well, now there's been kind of a reckoning on that front. Three senior producers, executive producers Ed Glavin and Kevin Lehman, and co-executive producer Jonathan Norman, have been ousted from the show in a reveal by Variety. These names are important because some of them were named specifically in the complaints via BuzzFeed. How does this apply to Ellen being cancelled? Well, these people were under her watch and clearly she thought they were doing a good job as she kept them in charge. Now yes, this overhaul might be seen as a way to clean the slate, but as one former employee noted, it's Ellen's name on the sh- I can give you- responsible for everything that goes on there whether she wants to admit it or not. And that can lead to her getting cancelled, if not for her other behavior. Number 7. She apparently used to bully a kid. The other major problem that Ellen is facing right now is that she's dealing with a bashing of her brand. Not just because of her antics on the show, but in her life in general. She apparently is not the nice person that people see on daytime TV. And the staffers in the BuzzFeed article mentioned earlier even said that it was all an act for the show to help get more exposure. Stories have been coming out about her past and they reveal a lot of things about her, including how she used to treat people before she was ever really famous. Ben Gravelet says DeGeneres, who would have been in her early 20s at the time of this story, worked for his mother's recruitment agency while he was a child and would routinely insult him. She would criticize my weight, he said. I would try to do homework in the office and she'd call me stupid, she'd call me fat, she would criticize my clothes. I was just a boy and this was a grown woman who took pleasure in seeing me become visibly upset. I don't think there's any excuse for it. I was a defenseless kid. What could I have told her back? It has an effect if someone in a superior position to you, who's much older, says, You're fat. You might want to lose some of that weight, chunky boy. I was always self-conscious about my weight, and it made things worse. This is horrifying. Who does that to a kid? It's one thing to encourage weight loss, but fat shaming? And don't forget, Ellen is known for having all kinds of kids on her show. So this further plays into the face on television versus face in real life. And on that note, her impulses go beyond just insulting kids, apparently. Number 6. Don't talk to Ellen Many people have stepped forward and said that when Ellen is on site, no one is allowed to talk with her. Even going so far as to say that if she's in a certain room, people need to clear out for one reason or another. You could say that she just wants her space and all that, which would be fine to a degree. But as other stories about Ellen arrived, the picture got painted more in the light of her being a control freak more than anything else. Ellen is the most beloved talk show host of all time. Well, at least that used to be true. Ellen is facing an insurmountable amount of criticism as of late, and the future of her talk show may be in serious jeopardy. Twitter is abuzz with claims that things are really bad behind the scenes of her talk show. Many employees say it's a toxic workplace and that Ellen is really mean. 
This may come as a surprise to many. Many of us thought Ellen was the nicest person on the planet. But maybe it was all a facade? Could this be the end of Ellen? She emailed the owner of the restaurant and complained about your chip nail polish. What? To say things are going very badly for Ellen lately would be an understatement. It seems like there's more bad news coming out about her talk show on a daily basis. Ellen has amassed a staggering fortune of $330 million. But her huge paydays may be coming to an end. Could Ellen lose it all because she's not as nice as we all thought? Ellen crafted a persona as an extremely likable celebrity, but many who have worked for her say that that is all a facade. It turns out that the working environment of the Ellen DeGeneres show might be a nightmare, and the horror stories are sometimes too unreal to believe. These allegations could seriously hurt her personal brand, and her fall might be as fascinating as her meteoric rise. Ellen worked very hard to achieve her success, and this latest backstage drama certainly isn't the first obstacle she's had to overcome. Ellen has faced numerous controversies over the years, and she's met each one with a brave face. Her meteoric rise started in the 80s, and her stand-up career took off like wildfire. She started performing at open mic nights in New Orleans in 1981, and soon she was the MC at Clyde's Comedy Club. Her clean act and witty observations set her apart from the blue comedy that was popular at the time. Fans around the U.S. were laughing hysterically as she toured the country. Things got even better for Ellen in 1984 when she was named the funniest stand-up in America by Showtime. So I remember one time I was coming home from kindergarten. At, well, they told me it was kindergarten. I found out later I'd been working in a factory for two years. BJ's helps out because they offer same-day delivery. I know the value is still there because the prices are the same. Like many comedians before her, Ellen transitioned to Hollywood. The 80s and 90s are filled with examples of comedians turning successful acts into long-running sitcoms. Ellen's sitcom, simply titled Ellen, may not have been as popular as Seinfeld or Home Improvement or Roseanne, but it was a rating success and lasted for five seasons. Fans were really glued to their sets when speculations mounted that Ellen's character would come out as gay on the show. Ellen revealed she was gay on Oprah, and then shortly after, her sitcom character also came out as gay. Not everyone was happy, but the controversy didn't bother Ellen. Ellen not everyone was happy, but the controversy didn't bother Ellen. Ellen earned millions as a stand-up and sitcom star. Netflix recently paid her $20 million for a stand-up special. Ellen DeGeneres really started to make big bucks as a talk show host. She followed the success of Oprah and created a daytime talk show empire. Millions watched her fun and carefree show. Audience members couldn't stop laughing and smiling. Her chemistry with celebrity guests really set her apart from the competition. And almost every episode featured a heartwarming story about a regular everyday person overcoming struggle. From interviews with funny kids to pranks and gags, her show climbed in popularity daily. Clips from her talk show were receiving millions of views on YouTube, and Ellen was raking in millions too. Ratings climbed every year, and she was crushing the competition. Ellen earned $84 million from June 2019 to May 2020, and she's the 12th highest paid celebrity of 2020. By 2017, she was making $50 million per year, so you can see how her big pay bumps have been in recent years. Her YouTube channel alone can pull in $25 million a year. So how exactly does Ellen's talk show make so much dough? The cash rolls in from advertising. And you could say that Ellen has monetized her outgoing attitude. 
Major companies are willing to donate their products for free or even pay heaps of cash so Ellen can give them away to guests. The publicity these companies gain is invaluable. Emotion and sentiment can be great ways to make piles of cash, and Ellen knows this. The question remains, will the likes of Walmart, Samsung, and Netflix be willing to shell out big bucks if Ellen's image is permanently tarnished? Ellen enjoys her money, and she likes to spend it. She does donate a lot to charity, but she can be frivolous at times, too. She even makes some side cash by flipping houses. She purchased a home in Coldwater Canyon for $29 million and then sold it to Ryan Seacrest for $37 million. The success of her talk show has resulted in Ellen having a lavish lifestyle. We got a peek into her daily life on Instagram when quarantine started. She spent the lockdown buying a lot of Lego and eating delicious meals cooked by her wife, Portia DeRossi. Many former employees have called out Ellen and claimed that working on her talk show was a nightmare. Toxic, phony, hypocrite, liar. That's what she is. There have been rumblings about this for years, but the story gained steam in July when BuzzFeed published an article outlining multiple examples of alleged wrongdoing. Some of the former employees interviewed claimed there was plenty of meanness and unprofessionalism behind the scenes, but that's just the tip of the iceberg. Some also claimed there was racism and even unjust firings. There are allegations that employees were fired for attending funerals or taking medical leave. And one black former employee claims she experienced racism and microaggressions regularly. The allegations outlined in the BuzzFeed article left many shocked, especially considering the fact that Ellen always sends messages of love and kindness. She even ends every episode of her show by asking everyone to be kind to one another. Former employees of the talk show are upset that Ellen didn't do anything to address these problems and that she should have been more involved. Ellen addressed the controversy in a written statement to her staff that read, Hey everyone, it's Ellen. On day one of our show, I told everybody that the Ellen DeGeneres show would be a place of happiness. No one would ever raise their voice and everyone would be treated with respect. Obviously, something changed. I am disappointed to learn that this has not been the case. And for that, I am sorry. My name is on the show and everything we do, and I take responsibility, she wrote. If you thought the news couldn't get any worse, then you'd be wrong. BuzzFeed published another article shortly after Ellen's written statement that outlined even more damning accusations. Former employees claimed that some producers of The Ellen DeGeneres Show engaged in rampant sexual misconduct and harassment. Ex-employees made allegations of groping and solicitations of sexual favors. These scathing BuzzFeed articles were just the straw that broke the camel's back. In March, comedian Kevin T. Porter asked people to submit stories of Ellen being mean and engaging in toxic workplace culture. He got hundreds of responses and donated $2 for every response to the L.A. Food Bank. Some praised Porter for calling Ellen out, while others said he was being a bully himself. This is certainly not the first time that people on Twitter were upset with Ellen. She received plenty of criticism when she was photographed with former President George W. Bush at a Dallas Cowboys game in October. Many celebrities are taking sides when it comes to the Ellen scandal. Many of her friends are sticking by her. But other celebrities, some of whom were regulars on her show, are calling her out. Comedian Brad Garrett, who appeared on Ellen's talk show six times, claimed that Ellen did in fact know about the toxic workplace culture and that she herself treated others badly. Sorry, but it comes from the top. No more than one who retreated horribly by her, he tweeted. Former show DJ Tony Okenboa said he witnessed a toxic culture firsthand at the Ellen DeGeneres show. While I am grateful for the opportunity it afforded me, I did experience and feel the toxicity of the environment, and I stand with my former colleagues in their quest to create a healthier and more inclusive workplace as the show moves forward.
Hey, O'Brien, Mike Trudell back in the light. So, over the course of your career, you've obviously seen pretty much every defense that there is. And I'm just wondering what <laughs> this Houston team does that stands out to you specifically, you know, with playing PJ at the four and Covington, at, excuse me, PJ at the five, Covington at the four, how, how you look to attack that without giving out too many state secrets? Um, well, I mean, just to speak on Houston, um, you know, their size, um, and I don't talk about height, I'm just talking about their their size and athleticism allows them to cover a lot of ground on the floor, um, especially in the half court. Um, very scrappy bunch, um, and they do a good job of, um, you know, turning you over. You got to be very um, cautious with careless passing, especially in the interior, because um, they do a really good job. They got guys with great hands, you know, PJ Covington, um, you know, Russ, James. Um, they do a really good job um, with uh, ball hawking the ball. So you just got to be very um, mindful of that. And then defensively, <laughs> with the dribble penetration for Russ and James and kind of keeping them off the rim but not rotating too far off all those shooters, right, that they, that they want to have open. How do you strike that balance of the defense? Um, you got to just go with the defensive game plan. And obviously, um, you can't give up both. You know, Obviously, you can't give up everything at the rim and then everything at the three-point line. So, um, you know, with Russ and James, um, they're just so dynamic that you understand that they're going to get theirs. Um, but you got to be able to limit their free throw uh, attempts. Um, you know, James is uh, number one in our league at uh, free throw attempts and free throws made. Um, been been like that for the last uh, five years, probably, um, if not more. So um, you can't allow him to make his threes, but also put him on the free throw line and get in the paint. So you got to be able to try to take something away. Um, but at the end of the day, you have a game plan and, and just try to execute that as much as you can in the close to 48 minutes. Hey, LeBron, it's <laughs> Dave. Uh, you. Uh... Back when we were in normal times with the All-Star Draft, uh, you picked Dame, uh, and you played in the first round, you picked Russ and James also to your second round opponents. Does that term, um, your favorite player's favorite player, I don't ever heard that thrown around, but uh, what what appeals to you about uh, James and Russ? So what, what What's the extra stuff that they have that maybe the average fan might not see? Um, I think what people, Get lost in translation with James is how uh, available he is to his teammates, night in and night out. I mean, if you look at how many games he plays per year and how many minutes um, he plays throughout the course of his career, pretty much he's always been available. He's always been in uniform, and he's been doing this at a high level for a lot of years. Um, I think that's what kind of get lost in translation because everybody kind of looks at Euro stepping and th step back threes. But when you're available to your teammates, that, that that's that's gigantic to any any sport or any craft or anything that you're doing in life. If you're just available to someone, um, they know they can always count on you. Um, I think that's uh, pre pretty much the, the, one of the best things that, that people don't recognize. Well, Russ, he's just an assassin. I mean, he, I mean he's full throttle, um, and he could care less when anyone thinks about his game. He goes on and play his way, and he's been successful with doing that. So, um, you know, they're two great, two great basketball players, um, you know, two really good guys, um, you know, great guys, um, more importantly, but they just do what they do. They go out and they take care of their business and, and they pretty much don't care what, uh, what anyone says, um, you know, by just the way they play. 
Lakers head coach Frank Vogel already said he thought LeBron was taken for granted earlier this week. And now Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is saying the same thing, but he's taking it off the court. Kareem said, quote, what LeBron James is doing off the court far outweighs what he's doing on the court. LeBron is standing on all of our shoulders. He's standing on Jackie Robinson's shoulders. He's standing on Jesse Owens' shoulders. He has a conscious and a heart, and he is setting the example for generations to come. Wow. Shannon, how does LeBron compare to other trailblazers of racial justice who came before him, like Ali, Bill Russell, Ooh. Jack Robinson? Skip is different. Um, in the 60s, the civil rights movement in the 60s is different. And although we think and sometimes we see some things that remind us of the 60s, Skip, the 60s, it was like this every single day. And the athletes did not have um, they were still segregated. Even athletes sometimes were traveling segregated, yep. slept in different hotels, room. Um, but for Kareem to say this, I give a lot of credence to guys that were in that era. Yep. Kareem was a 20-year-old at UCLA mm -hmm. when they had the summit in support of the, uh, Muhammad Ali in 1967 mm -hmm. in Cleveland, Ohio. Yep. And some of the greats of the greats, Jim Brown was there, Bill Russell was there, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, uh, 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 Mitchell um, mm -hmm. was there. Yep. So, Skip, for, for him to say this, I think the thing is, is that what LeBron is doing is that, Skip, when you play on the court, that's really for you. But Kareem says what he's doing for his community. See, I believe a lot of guys before LeBron was morally conscious. Skip, they knew that they should speak out. They knew they should do and say more. But they didn't want to take that hit from the endorsers. It's hard for me to believe that as big as LeBron James is, Michael Jordan was not just as big, even though there was no social media back then. Agreed. But he was unwilling to take that ding nope. that LeBron James was willing to take. Mm -hmm. Before LeBron James was willing to move free agent, guys weren't willing to take that. LeBron took all that heat, Skip. He took all that. They, they beat bashing him. And then those guys like, okay, Kevin Durant said, it's okay. And the David said, it's okay. Yep. LeBron James stepped out and spoke out against Trayvon Martin. Yeah. Got on the campaign, got, got uh, with Hillary Clinton in Ohio. Other guys are starting to see, well, hell, so what if I lose right. a few followers? So what if I lose, lose a few dollars? But I know in my heart of hearts, this is the right thing to do. And I think when it's all said and done, Skip, he will be looked favorably. Skip, I'm not going to say he's Jackie. I mean, what Jackie Robinson had to go through, I, I was reading excerpts and how Brad said, look, we don't have an army. We can't fight this thing every day. Nope. You have a lot, let a lot of stuff go, Jackie. And, and, and he did. So, Skip, I, I, I don't want to say that. Ali gave up three years prime of his career to fight for what he believed in. But I believe LeBron is fighting for what he believes in. And even though uh, uh, he might lose some followers, he might lose some fans, and maybe an endorser or two might say, you know what, this is too much heat for us to take. But for what he's doing, Skip, I do believe when we look back 30, 40 years from now, yep. I believe he will be looked upon favorably for the things that he did off the court. In its latest cover story, Forbes magazine crunches the numbers on Tyler Perry's massive fortune. $64 billion, $283 million, $974 trillion, $5,020.82. All right, maybe not that massive, but his earnings are definitely still out of this world. Since 2005, the magazine reports that Tyler has earned over $1.4 billion before tax. And here's how the fortune stacks up today. 
There's his estimated 300 million in cash and investments, a $60 million stake in BET streaming service, BET Plus, 40 million in homes and personal assets, and the Tyler Perry Studios lot in Atlanta, valued at $280 million, which he owns outright. But the biggest piece of the pie is his library of film and TV work, valued at $320 million. And yes, he owns that too, telling the magazine point blank, because I own everything, my returns are higher. What's the best part of all this right now for you? The money. (laughs) (laughs) But Tyler's success is no joke. It's all the more astounding because of what he overcame to earn it. I had a lot of trauma as a kid, so my imagination is so insane. I can close my eyes and have 30 pages in 20 minutes. Wow. The media mogul has been open about the years of being physically and sexually abused as a child growing up in poverty, and briefly being homeless in the early years as a playwright. I've been struggling, broke, homeless, I've been through all of those things, but there was a perseverance, a tremendous faith in God, a tremendous hope that allowed me to keep going. And he's got even bigger dreams next, telling Forbes that he plans to create housing for trafficked women and LGBTQ youth, as well as... Follow me on my Facebook account, where I do live, 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 live exercise... We're live doing exercise, we're live having topics, discussions, all of that on my Facebook account that is Jarrell Lucian. Follow me on my new Instagram account that is Jarrell Lucian number seven. <clears throat> I post little snippets of um, advertisements of Anchor FM and Spotify and myself, Drake Wise. Also, I post uh, videos on my um, Instagram account, all that. Follow me on Instagram, Revolution number seven. Also, like, share, and subscribe, and comment to my uh, YouTube channel, my new YouTube channel, because I am basically doing a thing called multitasking. That is uh, my YouTube channel is Jarrell Lucian, exercise, uh, boxing, sparring, all that, overall, on my Jarrell Lucian, also, donate, 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 to more, to my cash out, that is Lucian, Jarrell, number seven, first, be like this, that's on is dollar sign, What up, world? What up, media? What up, Anchor FM? What up, Spotify? What up, the whole entire world? I am Dre Wise, Dre Wise, Dre Wise County. Donate to my particular Anchor FM podcast commentary show. Donate to the show or donate to my cash app. That is dollar sign Lucian Jarrell number seven. Again, donate to my Anchor FM episode show, Dre Wise. 
or donate instantly to my cash app that is Dallasan Lucian Jarrell number seven. I will accept any donations that you basically bless your brother with. It could be a penny, it could be 99 cents, it could be five dollars, it could be a thousand dollars. Donate, I will accept it because that's a blessing to me to speak this truth, to speak this honesty, to speak the facts to you openly, honestly, and true to you. News update, all that, or just straight commentary, me, me just running my mouth. Donate to the show, like I said, to my particular podcast, Anchor FM episodes. Wise, donate to the show And also like I said Instant donations Instant donations Bless your boy Bless your boy Donate to my cash app That is dollar sign Lucian Lucian Jarrell Number 7 Completion Peace and farewell Stay safe out there Peace Farewell Thank you Police and medics surround the body of a person shot dead in Portland on Saturday night. The shooting occurred the same evening violent clashes broke out between Black Lives Matter protesters and supporters of US President Donald Trump, who rallied through downtown Portland in hundreds of vehicles. A spokesman for the police said it was too early to link the death to the clashes. Just over just seeing racist people come in in this town and make me feel intimidated and to spread their lies and stuff with their flags makes me really really disgusting i want peaceful protests and i can't tell people how to protest but at the same time i understand why everybody everybody who's against trump is protesting tonight because we're all frustrated here we are and now there's a dead body on the ground The New York Times identified the individual as a white male who was wearing a hat bearing the insignia of the Portland-based far-right group Patriot Prayer, though the police are yet to release details of the victim as well as any suspects in the shooting. Arrests were made during Saturday evening's clashes, then just before 9pm the shooting occurred. Portland has seen nightly protests since the police killing of George Floyd in Minneapolis over three months ago. Adding to the public outrage at police violence in the United States and fueling more protests across the country this week, a black man named Jacob Blake was shot seven times in the back by an officer last Sunday in Kenosha, Wisconsin. President Trump is set to visit the small Midwestern city on Tuesday to meet with law enforcement and survey the damage from recent protests. Follow me on my Facebook account where I do live, 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 live exercise, or live doing exercise, or live having topics, discussions, all that on my Facebook account that is Jarrell Lucian. Follow me on my new Instagram account that is Jarrell Lucian number seven. <clears throat> I post little snippets of um, advertisements of Anchor FM and Spotify and myself, Drake Wise. Also, I post uh, videos on my uh, Instagram account, all that. Follow me on Instagram, Jarrell Lucian number seven. Also, like, share, and subscribe, and comment to my uh, YouTube channel, my new YouTube channel, because I am basically doing a thing called multitasking, that is uh, my YouTube channel.
is Jarrell Lucian. He exercised uh, boxing, sparring, all that. Overall, Jarrell Lucian. Also, donate, 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 donate. Say more. Hashtag is Lucian. Jarrell number seven. First, he like this. Last one out is Dallas Side. Jarrell number seven. Dollar sign Jarrell number seven. Email me. Yeah. Email me if you have any questions. Any questions. And I gladly answer. If you give me at Jarrell Lucian, that's my Facebook message. Or email me instantly. My email is at Jarrell number seven at gmail.com. What up world, what up media, what up Anchor FM, what up Spotify, what up the whole entire world. I am Dre Wise, Dre Wise, Dre Wise Calcum. Donate to my particular Anchor FM podcast commentary show. Donate to the show or donate to my cash app. That is dollar sign Lucian Darrell number seven. Again, donate to my Anchor FM episode show, Dre Wise. Or donate instantly to my cash app. That is dollar sign Lucian Darrell number seven. I will send any donations that you basically bless your brother with. It could be a penny. It could be 99 cents. It could be $5. It could be $1,000. Donate. I will accept it because that's a blessing to me to speak this truth, to speak this honesty, to speak the facts to you openly, honestly, and true to you. News update, all that, or just straight commentary me, me just running my mouth. Donate to the show like I said. To my particular podcast, Anchor FM episodes, Dre Wise donate to the show, and also like I said, instant donation, instant donation. Bless your boy, bless your boy. Donate to my cash app. That is dollar sign Lucian Lucian Jarrell number seven completion. Peace and farewell. Stay safe out there. Peace, farewell, thanks.